you know, just familiarize yourself with what's out there. And that's what I did. And I started reading Love Inspired and everybody has a voice. As a writer, we all have a voice and that's what you need to work on what you want to write, put how you want to put it out there. You can read dozens of books, but you don't want to just, you know, mimic what you're reading. You want to find your voice and let your voice be heard because your voice is what's going to sell. We'll talk about this and much more today. Welcome to a Writer's Day podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Ruth Douthat, and I'm an award-winning author of books for middle grade readers, currently working on women's fiction for the Christian reader. And I'm so excited to have you here today. Learning more about writing isn't easy. So I started this podcast to provide a place where you could be inspired by listening to published authors talk about their writing journey. And it's also a place where I provide writing tips for you to learn more about the craft. And this is definitely writing conference season. So if you are a writer trying to get into the business, I strongly recommend that you attend American Christian Fiction Writers, ACFW their conference in St. Louis this September. You will have a chance to meet other authors in the genre that you write in. You'll attend amazing classes and get to listen to published authors discuss their writing tips of the craft and their writing journeys. You can also pay to pitch your story ideas to editors and agents. Attending conferences is a great way to become a better writer and to meet those in the author community. Because yes, writing can be a solitary event, but it can also be community-wide too. And when you're ready to publish your book as an indie author, or you're ready to submit query letters to agents and editors, having that author community is essential. The writers out there want to encourage each other. They want to encourage you. So strongly consider today becoming a member of ACFW and attending their conference in September. Today, you're in for another treat. I'm so excited to have Mary Alford with us. She is a USA Today bestselling author, and she's here today to talk to us about her new book, Among the Innocent. So you know the drill. Grab your favorite beverage, a comfortable chair, kick back and relax as we listen to Mary Alford talk about her writing journey and her newest book. Hello, everyone. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Ruth Douthit, and I started this podcast years ago because I really want to encourage writers out there to keep going on their journey. And one thing I love to do is talk with published authors who are successful. And today I have Mary Alford to talk to us about her writing journey and her new book. So welcome, Mary. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here with you. And I anxious to talk to your listeners. Great. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and then we'll talk about your new book. I am a Texan. I've lived here in Texas all my life. I, I started writing many years ago, but I've been writing professionally probably 12 years now. And how I started was kind of an interesting story. Um, 
I played around with different genres and none of them really felt right until I found the Christian suspense genre. And it really seemed to click and that was where I felt like I needed to be. But I didn't really know how to make that happen. I entered a contest that I heard about online from Love Inspired Suspense. And I was actually one of the lucky ones that got chosen to pitch to the editor. But I didn't realize at the time that we were going to be in Colorado in the middle of the mountains with no internet service when it was time for the pitch. So I, I didn't know what to do. So my husband and I, we went, drove to a small little town in, in the mountains and we um, finally found some internet service. I sat in front of the Ace Hardware store in Pagosa Springs, Colorado, and I typed my presentation online and my fingers were shaking so much. I'm sure it didn't really make sense, but the editor was very sweet and she asked for a synopsis, then a partial, then the full manuscript. And in December of that year, she accepted it. And that was my first published book through Love Inspired Suspense. And I have written 12 books since that time. I contracted to write four more. And so it's been an amazing journey, but that wasn't really the end of it. And two years ago, I submitted another partial to Ravel. And I thought, well, I'd like to expand a little bit to larger word count. So I submitted it and they actually bought the book on the partial and that was been two years ago. And this June, my first book with Ravel will be out. And I'm very excited about that. And it's been an amazing journey, an amazing writing career and one that I continue to learn daily. It is a learning experience. I think you learn every single day as long as you're writing. A terrific story. It's so encouraging. I mean, you are resilient. You did not let the mountains of Colorado get in your way, did you? <laughs> That's a lesson. Exactly. And I had tried several times before. And to be honest, I probably tried to become a published author for, I want to say almost 10 years. So my advice would don't be don't give up because you never know when your time is coming. Keep working, keep you know, honing your, your skills, network with other authors. That is so important. Learn what other authors did, how they got to be there. So there's a lot of good people out there that are willing to help. And I have been so blessed to have an amazing group of published authors that have guided me along the way. And I hope I can do that for other authors as well, because it's very important to give back. Uh, that's wonderful. I might have to take you up on that offer and reach out to you. <laughs> I welcome it. Thank you. <laughs> well, so did you always, <clears throat> I'm sorry, let me start over. <clears throat> I'm going to frog my throat. So did you always want to be a writer? I mean, from when you were a small child and was like suspense, the genre that drew you in? I, you know, I honestly can't remember when I started reading. I always just remember reading. But I did start out with the suspense genre. I did read um, Little House on the Prairie. And then I moved from there to Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. And then I graduated from that to Phyllis Whitney, Victoria Hope, Marth, um, Mary Stewart. And those kind of books just really those were the ones that I enjoyed reading the most. So those were the ones I knew 
I wanted to try to copy, well, emulate. And so I read as much as I could. But again, that was when I was young. And, you know, life gets in the way. Sometimes you have, you marry, you have kids, you have a family, you have a job, other responsibilities must come first. So after a while, I decided, okay, I really want to try to take this writing thing seriously. So I read as much as I could in the genre that I enjoy. And that's very important. Read everything, but stay focused in the genre that you really are going to target and read everything you can. Read what's selling, you know, just familiarize yourself with what's out there. And that's what I did. And I started reading Love Inspired and just kept reading and reading. And then when that contest came along, it was like, okay, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. And I don't know how it happened, but it did. And I'm very grateful. And it was an amazing thing. Ooh, that's great advice. That's very encouraging. So you read what other people had written in that genre, but then did you put like your own twist on it to make it your own standalone writing? Absolutely. Yes. Cause everybody has a voice as a writer. We all have a voice and that's what you need to work on getting, getting good at what you want to write, put how you want to put it out there. You can read dozens of books, but you don't want to just, you know, mimic what you're reading. You want to find your voice and let your voice be heard because your voice is what's going to sell. Now let's talk about this new book with Ravel, Among the Innocent. Tell us about this story. It is my first book with Ravel, so I'm very excited to get it in the hands of readers. It's been a wonderful journey and an amazing journey. I've been so grateful. The, the people at Ravel are so wonderful to work with. Um, Among the Innocent actually starts 10 years before the book begins. 10 years ago, Leah Miller was a young Amish girl, young Amish woman, and her entire Amish family was murdered before her eyes. And it was such a horrible event that Leah ended up leaving the Amish faith and she was actually adopted by the chief of police and his wife and she was taken in and raised as their own child because they didn't have any children of their own so they took her in and Leah ended up following in her stepfather's or adopted father's footprint footsteps excuse me and she became a police officer for the St. Ignatius Police Department well, we fast forward 10 years later and Leah is called out to a missing persons in the Amish com community. And it turns out that it is her neighbor's daughter. And she all of the stuff that she went through 10 years ago just comes rushing back and she's reliving everything that she went through. And they end up finding the girl in the same barn where Leah's family was murdered. And there's a note from the killer for Leah he tells her that he's back and he's coming for her. So at this time, Leah also gets to meet the new chief of police. And together, they both have ties to Leah's murder, Leah's family's murder that she doesn't even realize until later in the book. But they both have to work together along with the other police departments that are in the community to try to find this killer before he can actually kill again. 
Wow, that is suspenseful. That's a great storyline. What made you want to start 10 years in the past and then bring it into the future? Where'd you get that idea for, from? I thought it would be good to kind of give the readers a little idea of where Leah came from, where she, how she became the person that she is, because after the tragedy that she went through, she's a little closed off. She doesn't open her heart up to anybody easily, even to her adopted parents. It took her a long time to feel comfortable in their home and not just, you know, feel panicked all the time and just to find her strength after everything that happened. So I wanted to give them, the readers, a little idea of what happened in the past that made her who she is and why. She is going to do everything she can to find this killer and bring him to justice. She has a lot at stake. And there was also a, a young man that was convicted or was believed to be responsible for it. That was a friend of Leah's. And she never really believed that. So she also wants to try and get him justice, too, because he was falsely accused. And he later ended up taking his life because he couldn't live with the idea that people thought he killed somebody. So there's a lot going on in the story, and I wanted to show Leah's past to bring it into what was happening and the different parts of the story that affect her now as well. And it was just, it was an interesting twist, I thought. It is. I hope readers do too. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. And it seems as though she's on a quest, not just for justice, but to help her friend. She's on like this noble quest now. Really, she hasn't really been able to move forward with her own life. She hasn't really had any deep connections. She wants to put this to bed once and for all, to find the killer, to get justice for her friend and for her family so she can actually start moving on with her own life. Mm. Now, why the Amish community? What made you want to put that into the storyline? There is something about the Amish community. They are perceived as being very innocent and simple. Their ways are very simple. They don't do a lot of technology. So I like the idea of taking an innocent Amish community and throwing in a really bad guy that has been there before, that has killed before, and just having the whole good versus evil aspect really brought forward in the story because of the, the drastic difference between a killer and the innocence of the Amish community. I just thought that really is a neat idea to try. And I just love the fact that it also is set in a very remote community that backs up to the mountains. So there's a lot of, of things about the mountains that play into it. There's um, just, they give a little sense of danger as well. And just the remoteness of the community helps the killer hide. So I think a lot of that aspect was just, I love the whole, innocence and evil put together and set in a setting like that to where anything could happen and you know the killer's there but he's also hard to find because there's so much territory there to look through and there's mountains and there's just it's hard to find him and it's just really an interesting aspect I thought it is I love the irony of this beautiful you know quiet Amish community that is you know set kind of like centuries you know they're still back a ways as far as century technology and everything and yet this horrific crime happens that kind of that's what reminds us of 
the present day, right? That type of murder, that type of brutality. So that's brilliant. Yeah, that's a brilliant idea of that type of irony in the story. I love that. Thank you. It was very fun to write. And just, I really liked that about the story. That was one of my favorite things. And there were so many interesting things to learn about that community and the town of St. Ignatius as well. So that's the fun part of starting a new book too. You get to learn all these neat things about your location, about your characters. It's just, it's a lot of fun. That is great. That's a great idea to select a setting for your story that has meaning behind you and then you know for you and then connect it to your main character as well that's a very important part of writing exactly yes so imagine you have a brand new writer out there who's trying to get into the business trying to get started what advice would you have for a new writer i mean you've overcome some obstacles you've proven to be resilient what advice would you give to a new writer just starting out in the business i would say don't give up because it does some people's journey takes longer than others just learn while you're writing and write every day and do everything you can to put your best foot forward on the writing but don't give up I can't tell you how many rejection letters I've received in my lifetime (laughs) and it's very discouraging but you have to learn to get thick-skinned about it I guess because you're going to get them and occasionally you'll get a little gem from the editor they'll tell you okay I like your writing but this and this and this needs to be improved or I love this what you did take that advice and just keep going and don't give up because it is not always easy to get published and it takes time sometimes but it is a very wonderful feeling when you get hold that first book in your hand it's an amazing feeling find those authors that you know who are published in the genre that you would like to write in and go reach out to them most everyone that i've ever talked to has been so willing to help me and i know that they would anyone so find the people that write in the same genre that you want to write in reach out to them ask for advice ask how they got published just it helps to hear other people's stories too even the stories where they tell you that they've gotten rejection that's encouraging because you see that you're not going to be the only person that's going to get rejected others have gone there as well That's great advice. Thank you so much, Mary Alford, for coming on to my podcast today to give us inspiration and that encouragement to keep going forward. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Ruth. I had a blast and I appreciate you letting me stop by and I just thank you so much. That was so fun to listen to Mary Alford talk about her writing experience and her new book. It sounds fascinating. I'm a huge fan of suspense, so I can't wait to read it. It'll be out in June. And if you like what you heard, please follow me on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And also visit my website at artbyruth.com to learn more about me, to sign up for my newsletter, And that way you can enter book giveaways. Each month I give away two books, one of my books, and then one of the best-selling books out there. And next month I will be giving away a copy of Mary's book, 
among the innocent. So sign up for my newsletter today. Learn more about me and my books at artbyruth.com. And thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you've been encouraged by Mary's story and want to keep going forward on this writing journey one step at a time. And until next time, God bless.